Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 96 of the Holding Court Podcast. This one is going to be a tough one for me, but I'm going to attempt to work through the end of the season. So let's do some group therapy. What do you say? All coming up right now on Holding Court. Ugh. I honestly find myself making that sound anytime anyone asks how I am, how we're doing. I'm going to do a solo episode today. I've talked about before how I talk to myself all day long. So I feel like I've worked my whole life for this. But this season, if you don't know, welcome out from under the rock, not Dwayne Johnson, like the rock that you were living under. But I don't know what it was. This end of the season felt so much more painful than the other ones that have ended quickly. I feel like the expectations were just so high. And I don't know, I kept saying, everyone kept saying like, this was the most incredible team. I think I even remember saying, if this team can't win, show me a team that can, because I feel like the talent, the chemistry, everything was all there, but playoffs are such a crapshoot and it's really so much who's kind of rolling and like that momentum and that kind of X factor, which I won't say the team didn't have. I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about the on the field stuff because everyone watched the games. I'll leave that to a certain newspaper reporter to dissect in a uh, respectful manner as they always do. But I'm just going to speak to my experience and kind of offer a little insight into what it's like for us to go through this with the podcast and with a lot of things with, I've talked about it not wanting it to be tied to baseball or Justin's career as much as it was. I know it was born through COVID and Justin kind of became my co-host and we shared our quarantine experience. And I love, absolutely love having him on here with me to kind of work through a lot of the things that we go through in baseball and just life as a married couple. Um, But this one, it's tough. I wanted to do it by myself. And, you know, honestly, when things were going bad in the playoffs, I've talked about this before. I want to shut down the podcast. I want to just not do anything. I want to, I'm like, okay, it's done. Like who's going to listen? I won't do another episode and I just hide. And so this is me attempting not to hide. I made a promise to myself that I would be consistent with episodes this year. And although I took a week and a half to kind of process everything. I don't want to do that. So I'm trying to work through all of that and those insecurities and and what that looks like. But yeah, I just kind of want to go through what happened. And I don't know if it'll make you feel better if you're already getting over it and it brings you right back to it. But I'm still very much in it. I'll kind of dial it back. After the series was one and one, it was tied up and we were heading down to San Diego I felt pretty good. Obviously, at that point, it's a three-game series, and we know that they are capable of winning a three-game series during the season. But I was on Instagram, and I remember getting this comment from someone, which always the comments make me feel so wonderful. I mean, most of the time, I'd say 99% of them are amazing and super feel good. But there was one that said, oh, you're probably so excited for your early vacation and you guys don't care because you're rich and just one of those run back to your mansions. You truly don't care about this. And honestly, I want to tell that person to F off. This is I can't speak for everyone and I won't speak for everyone, but for us, this is our life. We are head 
first diving into it from the second we go out to spring training. My life is built around it. I know how much work Justin puts into it. I mean, honestly, when he starts training for the season, which is pretty, I mean, he's already started working out. I don't know if that's like letting out some steam, but like normally December, he's training pretty hard. We drive out to Arizona in the spring, like every single workout practice, home game, away game, flights, hotels, everything. We are in it. And obviously it's Justin's career, but for me, it's not just a, oh, I can't wait for this season to be over so we can jet off somewhere. Like that's absolutely not the case. Even my birthday being on Halloween is that's normally World Series time and everyone will say, oh, what are you going to do for your birthday? He said, oh, it's actually game three of the World Series. And they, most people, if they don't really know me that well, are thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That sucks. And I'm thinking, I actually hope that's what I'm doing on my birthday every year. That is the best birthday gift. There's nowhere else I want to be than watching Justin play in the world series. That is the goal. That's his goal. And that's what I want for him. And so when I see comments like that, it just frustrates me. And I think I didn't want to let any of that kind of creep in. And so I just deleted my Instagram app. I'm still on there. I think I just don't have it on my phone and I deleted Twitter. I just didn't want to get into that space and even see people trying to make that narrative a thing because for us, I'll speak to Justin and myself, that's definitely not the case. But for the most part, people have been amazing. And especially I have to shout out when I did my two giveaways for my dugout club seats for game one and two and did kind of the little fundraiser for the Justin Turner Foundation, which I did not expect that to blow up like it did. I want to say we raised like forty, fifty thousand dollars just from people entering to win those seats. So that was truly incredible. And I it's one of those like one bad apple kind of spoiling the bunches. And I don't want it to be that way because we do have such a good experience online and interacting with fans. And it's such a big part of kind of who we are and sharing our world and with this podcast and with the foundation and obviously raising awareness that way. It's it's huge, but I don't know why. I just I didn't want to read that kind of stuff. And I was just, you know what, let me just kind of experience this as I experience it. But I don't know. I won't speak to every person again, but I will say that for us, we were absolutely devastated for the season to end like it did. And I don't know, reading a comment like that to me is an insult because that's definitely not the case. And I don't know when I was kind of thinking about why this season hurt as much as it did, you know, we're closer to I don't know. We're over the hump in Justin's career. You know, he's not a rookie. There's no secret. I mean, people love to literally old yeller him and like say they want to put him out to pasture. But I think I just look at it differently. You know, there's so many people on the team that are, oh, I mean, I look up at the scoreboard in some away cities and I see 2001 as a birthday and I'm thinking, holy mother of mercy, that is so young. But I don't know. I think, I don't know you just look at it differently at this point and just being through it and you don't want to take anything for granted. And I think if there's someone that has a decade plus in front of them, they might look at a season ending like this as not that big of a deal. But I think for us, it's a big deal. (laughs) So you just, I don't know, you want to be the last team every single year and especially this year with how special it felt and the 111 wins and I don't know so I think 
that's probably a big reason why this one stung so much. You know, we take it differently when you're kind of a veteran on the team and you just want to soak up every single moment. And it just really does all go by so fast, truly. I mean, honestly, today is I looked at the uh, uh, Sorry, just I don't honestly I don't even know what that was. Um, I looked at the calendar today and it's been two years today since they won the World Series in 2020, which is freaking bananas. I don't even know how that happened, but I feel like I always think about that kid in Billy Madison where he goes up to him and grabs his cheeks and is just shaking him. And because he said, Billy, I can't wait till I go to high school. He's like, don't you ever say that. Don't you ever say that. You want to just stay here as long as you can and just cherish it. Not to fully quote that scene, but that's honestly how I feel when I look at some of these younger players and their families. I'm like, oh my gosh, please enjoy it. It goes by truly so fast, but the ride is far from over, but just you look at it a little differently as the years go by. You know, you don't have 15 years left to, you know, check a couple world series off your list, but I don't know. I feel like also another thing is in 2020, the way that everything went down at the end, like the team was just robbed of the actual experience of winning a world series and very first world problems, not getting to have a parade and not getting to celebrate, not getting to be with your teammates, not getting to even honestly, in our case, feel proud of it like it was very I don't know such chaos that it was kind of like shameful like hide out and you know don't say anything and just let everything kind of go and I think I think it made at least me I know for sure Justin want to just experience a world series outside of the bubble and being able to like fully go through it and then obviously knowing what that felt like in 2022 on top of it, being a World Series champion, that's always been the goal. But then when you get it, want it again, obviously. And, you know, when that doesn't happen, it's just devastating. And like you think about it and like there's really nothing that can kind of bring you out of this feeling. Like we just everything goes down and the game ended. They brought us down into the tunnel, which doubles as where the trash is. So just um, take yourself to that place of a hallway that just smells of hot garbage and everyone it's a funeral fully it, it's like the last day of school but I don't know something just died near you um so everyone's just kind of saying their goodbyes processing I saw a training the I feel like maybe the clubhouse isn't enough and some of the training stuff is out in the hallway in San Diego or that's just how it's laid out for space but I saw this like training mat you know the ones that used to like practice somersaults on in gym class and I saw that laying in the hallway and honestly well I walked by a worker that yelled in my face we're going to the championship which I was like does anyone want to tell her there's still another round but I saw the mat and just kind of fell onto the mat and lay there just on my side and just was like what the oh my gosh it just it's a it just is not a good feeling it just sucks and then you hear the celebrating of the other team in the not so distance <laughs> you just hear like champagne bottles popping and it's oh my gosh again the trash smelled like truly any time of the day I can just think about it and it takes me right back there but you're mourning the loss of a season. It's just crazy. You just 
I don't know, we go back home and we just, we want to lay in bed. You don't really want to do anything. Like you, cause you don't really want to talk to anyone because you don't want to really talk about it. And so I feel like it's a lot of texts that you're just kind of like hearting and liking and giving a thumbs up to. And, you know, all of my good friends understand because, you know, we've went through some difficult seasons before and we just kind of take our time. And like, honestly, if someone was like, you can bring 10 of your best friends to anywhere in the world and everything's paid for and your favorite band will play a concert and da, 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 da. It doesn't, it like, honestly, it's so strange. Like that doesn't even sound appealing. Because like truly people, I mean, this freaking guy commenting, oh, you're so excited for your vacation. We could go anywhere, truly. Like we could have booked a flight and left. And it's just, you don't, I don't know. You just kind of have to like work through it. And for us, that was just kind of like laying low, like walking the dogs, doing some therapeutic laundry, which I'm sure Justin truly loved. Another thing is baseball still going on. I think at least as weird as it sounds, like when you they lost in the World Series, baseball's over. So it's not like games are still on. It's still happening. You're seeing people post about it, talk about it, whatever. It's just kind of over and it's over for everyone. So I don't know. I feel like that's another element that makes it weird. But we did try to leave the house and we went to the vet and to take our dogs to get their, I don't know, annual checkup shots. And someone comes up to us and says, what happened? We should be playing in this game that's happening right now. And you're like, oh my God, please stop. <laughs> like, I have to say this season is the first time that people have really said anything other than great season. We'll go get him next year. Like honestly, truly someone walked up to us at this market by our house the other day. And this guy was honestly no more than six inches from my mouth truly and he's very close and he said that was heartbreaking I said yeah we're heartbroken it was you know very difficult to go through like we're still dealing with it and he said no I'm really sad I'm like yep bud we're we're pretty sad we feel you I totally understand and he's like no like I'm really sad about it I'm like okay I don't like this your I literally like your face is on my face. It was like and I get it and like I love that fans are so passionate and have those emotions, but I have to say this is truly the first time like any fans have really said anything. And then we're like, okay, back to under the covers for a few days. I get it. I totally understand. But it's good that everyone's kind of going through the same feeling. And then I have these moments where I'm like, it's baseball is it am I being so over dramatic like it's a game and it's playoffs and anything can happen but I don't know I don't think I'm being too dramatic but <laughs> I think like m most people that listen to this podcast know that Justin and I are devastated I think that fan got it obviously he wanted to like express his feelings which I understand but I think most people that listen to this podcast or know Justin or know myself understands how messed up we are over this. I know Justin just posted, I didn't see it, I didn't get to like it, but he sent it to me to read when he posted it. And I think that it was emotional to read that and he just speaks from his heart and I think I think people get that and they understand how much he cares and how much he wants this and I don't know. The worst part is like, 
he'll tell me, oh, I just like sat in my uniform in my locker and like didn't move. And it's just like those, the, the visual of him being upset and seeing him after. And we always joke, we're like, do you think the people that have kids just like move on quickly? Cause they have to like care for other people. And we just like, <laughs> don't, it's like, how do people like turn, not saying everyone turns the page as easy and is like, okay, vacation, all that. But I don't know. We're always like, why is it so hard for us? Like, why is this so bad? But it's been about 11, what, 11 seasons, at least parts of 11 seasons that I've been with him. And I was thinking back to when he was with the Mets and when we knew the season was ending, when the regular season ended, we knew the exact date that I was going out to New York and I was going to help him drive across the country and we were going to head home. And then I remember in 2014, Justin's first year with the Dodgers, I was so excited to experience the playoffs because, you know, the couple years before that wasn't a thing. And I thought, okay, change of scenery and they're in the playoffs. Wonderful. And I remember season ended in the first round oh my gosh I will never forget that every I was I mean I had no idea I was so naive and I remember being like okay we're gonna win and then I went to the bathroom and I just heard Bush Stadium erupt which is quite possibly the worst thing that can happen in playoffs because I really don't leave my seat that much unless I feel like I need to switch up the vibe and going into the bathroom and just hearing a stadium explode with cheers is just now part of my nightmares and it was just over and then I thought back was it easier when we're at the Mets and you just like it was like for the love of the game and you just didn't make the playoffs there and you just kind of knew when it was over and it was just you guys were just playing because you were playing and you loved it and without the heartache and all of that and I'm like no this is way better as much as you go through so much heartache you have some of the most incredible moments in the playoffs, even just like being with the other wives and the families, everyone really comes together and just cheers for everyone. And like those big moments when the stadium just erupts, when the correct stadium erupts, you can't even describe it. And so as much as it was probably logistically and emotionally easier to be on a team where they didn't make the playoffs, I truly would not trade it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like baseball all of these emotions, like the good, the bad, it can honestly be the greatest thing on the planet. I really think it did bring a lot of people together during the pandemic in 2020 when we were on this podcast being like, what can we do? What else? What other Tiger King and KBO game can we watch on TV? It gave people something to look forward to. And I think for Justin and I, it's given us an incredible platform too that, you know, we've been able to utilize to reach so many people. The games themselves, you know, afford us opportunities to give experiences to veterans and children and their families and, you know, allow it to be an escape for them. I don't know, bringing people out to the game, like even for just a few hours and taking them away from maybe the reality of their life or they're going through something difficult. That's so priceless. And, but it can also take you to a bad place. You know, I think about when my dad passed away in 2013 and my then boyfriend was not able to leave and be with me. And, you know, it's those kind of sacrifices. And you think about, you know, dad's missing the birth of their children and people not being able to be there for so many things and I don't know but then it's also 
allow Justin to play games and honor people that have lost their lives or people that are going through a fight. Baseball is so many things. It can bring you the highest of highs and then in a second, the lowest of lows, which we're experiencing, which again, baseball lows, not life lows. Those are different. I say this in the through the lens of baseball as our life and Justin's career. And I realized that there is real shit happening in the world and there's bad shit happening to people. And we are extremely, extremely lucky to even be able to feel this heartbreak over a baseball game. So please understand that I'm not saying we have this terrible life that's so depressing and it's so difficult and it's so down. I love this life so much. I'm just going through the emotions of the season ending. I know most fans are loyal. We don't have a lot of Fairweather fans. Obviously, they would have jumped on decades ago. But you know, despite the heartbreak of the season, we're still seeing so many Dodger hats and Dodger gear around the city and honestly probably the same amount from before playoffs even started but we just know that it's so nice that baseball is such a constant for people you know come April people are back in their seats cheering on their favorite team it's something you can normally set your watch to I think that's why 2020 was so hard and I think that's why the lockout was challenging because people look forward to this it gives people you know a chance to go out and have an experience with their family and make memories. And for the most part, you know, the fans are incredible. There's obviously, like I talked about, the ones on social media that take it too far. And I don't even know if I want to call them fans. I mean, honestly, players on the team, players' families on the team are getting death threats. The thing, it's like, okay, the player does not deserve any sort of threat, any, anything at all. It's a game. I get it. If you bet money on the game, then I don't know if you bet money, the best way to look at it is light that money on fire because you made a bet. So there's no guarantees. But I think when it goes to the families of people when it goes to the wives, to the kids, which has all happened, these people have absolutely nothing to do with the performance on the field. So the people that come on my page and write things to me, like I have no control over this. I don't know if you guys know, or maybe you think I do, but I truly have no control. And you're writing these things and you're affecting the family members. So, and I don't don't even know why I'm saying this on here because I truly honestly doubt that any of these people that write these things are coming anywhere near my podcast or leaving the basement for that matter but it's just so wild and it's just like bad enough that we have no control over the outcome of the game which is for a control freak like me the worst possible thing I would love to have some control over it but you already go through a shitty game and then you open up social media and you see something like that like telling a player to end their life or something her wishing something horrific on them like it's just honestly unacceptable and I think when there are players that maybe don't want to stop for an autograph or they don't want to do meet and greet situations it's I mean it could just be their personal preference and they don't like to do that but it could be because of something negative happened in terms of social media and they kind of want to keep to themselves and and protect their family so 
that's just my thought on that. If you know anyone that's trolling on Instagram, please pass that along. I think the playoff in LA have become a given, an expectation. And I think when you have a city that's always expected to win, when there's anything less, it's a huge disappointment. I feel that. And Justin, I know he quoted it in his post, but in this season when, you know, we lost Finn, he always seem to know what to say and so I think a lot of us have looked back on his words and found comfort in this quote where he said but you know there will be a new day and eventually a new year and when the upcoming winter gives way to spring rest assured once again it will be time for Dodger baseball so I will say this one hurts it will hurt for a while I think a sting like this one stays with you maybe forever, at least for us. I think we'll think about it. Just know that I'm aching with all of you. Uh, You're not alone. If your friends say you're crazy, just refer them to this podcast. I think they would understand that you have a friend in this situation, but I know that I'm looking forward to a fresh season when the spring comes along. So take care of yourself. Maybe don't watch any baseball for a while. Just turn the TV off. Get off of Instagram. But yeah, just know that we're all feeling it too on this side for sure. And we appreciate all of the love this year. It's been so fun seeing the podcast reach so many of you guys. I love being at a game and, you know, someone mentioned something from an episode or, you know, they even say they're a big fan or leaving a review or anything. It really means a lot to me. It's been a journey having this podcast now for two and a half years, which is crazy to say out loud, but uh, it means a lot to me. So I really appreciate it and see you in the spring. That's going to do it for today's episode. Take care and I'll talk to y'all soon.